And good morning and welcome to Music Capital Five Minute Morning Minor on April the 14th. It's Thursday. It's Monday, Thursday. Uh, morning, Ollie. How are you? Have you got your, your Easter eggs ready for Easter Sunday? Yep, looking forward to the long weekend. How are you? How's Cornwall? Yeah, Cornwall is good, actually. I had a pretty busy day yesterday. Um, I was mainly talking lithium yesterday uh, with people down in Cornwall and how they're going to take the lithium out of the English-China code pits. And I know you and I have been around previously looking at them, and we always felt the key was Imeris, who actually owned them, the French conglomerate. A lot of people down here go, no, they've got no interest, no interest at all. But actually, the people I was talking to yesterday said that Imeris is the key. They will, when they realise what they're sitting on, probably get involved. Um, and again, actually having someone like that just brings more muscle to the whole thing. So I'm absolutely convinced that uh, we are going to have a serious lithium capability in the UK down here in Cornwall. Um, it's just a case now of who's doing it, how they're doing it, what process and where it gets processed. There's quite a lot of questions there, Ollie, still to be answered. Um, and today I'm off back this morning, actually straight after this podcast, the Camborne School of Mines again, um, to talk through some of the things that we're seeing and try and get some more bits of the jigsaw to uh, solve what is, is definitely becoming such an exciting story down here. Um, it's all happening. It, it is all happening. It really is quite exciting. I even met uh, yesterday a fund man, an ex-fund manager um, who's been in the city for yonks uh, and runs a small Cornish investment fund backed by the government. Uh, and it, he normally wouldn't touch mining, but even he can see it. He's got to get involved with Cornish mining somehow. The problem is his, his ticket size is quite small because it's government money and he needs to find small plays in the Cornish mining industry, but also we were discussing all the bits that go with it. So, of course, you know, maybe a drilling company or some of the ancillary companies in a bit, even sort of, you know, where people are staying, you know, hotels and shops and that sort of thing. It will become quite massive. So, anyway, that's what I'm up to down here. Let's talk to today, shall we? Um, maybe the first one we should point out um, is that it's been announced that Glencore has got 9% of Horizonte. Um, it's interesting, they appear to have bought it in the market. The market itself this morning hasn't got that excited about it. It's up 5% or a halfpenny, but the share price is, you know, quite high at um, 8p. Um, I guess, you know, look, Glencore, it's not unusual. Horizonte has, as we've talked about many a time in this podcast, a fantastic uh, nickel deposit in uh, South America. Um, it sort of makes a lot of sense, but I don't know what you feel about it, Ollie. Um, well, very positive. You, you own them as, as, as a holder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, admit that you're a holder. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's yeah, it's been stable around the deal price at sort of six p for a, a while. Um, so it's just started to pop up from from that. But I think one of the things that the management team have done is they've kept it very much out of the the China supply chain and um, so that that is now paying dividends um, as a strategic asset as well as you know one that has strong economics um, and and potential to re-rate just on its sort of uh, P to NAV as it um, goes from finance developer through construction to producer yeah i mean it's going through that classic curve isn't it that uh, i love to talk about and can never quite remember the name of it but uh, 
<laughs> I just get it wrong. What is it? Is it Le Sonde or something, isn't it? Yeah, Le Sonde. Le Sonde, yeah. No need for the French bit. Uh, look, what I think is interesting is that, you know, we're seeing Glencore come and take a stake in Horizonte. We've obviously seen recently Sir Mick Davis take stakes in Faroe Alloys and, and Cornish Metals. Uh, our friend Brian Manella at TechMet has just taken a stake in Cornish Lithium and has got US Vanadium. Um, the big, big players are starting to realise that they've got to actually take stakes in some of these critical metal companies. They're, they're companies actually there's, that we've been talking about, of course, at VSA for years, dare I say, and it's, they've been impossible to fund because uh, they were going through that stage of feasibility, et cetera, et cetera, where nobody wants to fund. But the big boys are coming in and all of those stocks, and there's quite a few of them we've been talking about, actually look as though they could get a major coming in um, to take an investment in them. So, you know, anybody listening to this, actually, we do have probably, you know, I don't know, a dozen, 20 stocks that would be appropriate, and they probably it probably is going to happen. But you're going to have to come and ask us rather than us giving them all away for free on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'll talking of nickel, I don't know, uh, sorry, it's becoming a bit of a gossipy sort of Easter Thursday type podcast, but um, I don't know if you saw that the there is rumours that the um, the LME, which of course got its knickers completely in twist over nickel and had to cancel contracts and actually completely ruined its reputation. Uh, there's rumours that they've got about to have the same problem in zinc. I don't know if you've seen that, Ollie. Uh, well, the zinc market's been very tight also. All the power issues that have um, uh, impacted Europe have forced smelter closures. Um, Europe accounts for about 15-20% of global smelting capacity and that's heavily reliant on electricity. So they've had to close capacity. So the, the refined part of the zinc market has become extremely tight so it's it's unsurprising that there's that sort of pressure on 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 the exchange to to get hold of refined metal yeah i mean if you're looking for a zinc player i don't know if you've got one but of course uh, our favorite central asian metals or camel uh you know their their project at sasa in macedonia is a, is a lead zinc project and so they should benefit from that shouldn't they yeah yeah about 20 to twenty-two thousand tons of zinc this year um, so it makes a uh, significant contribution to their their earnings and and the zinc price is up 15 percent year yeah. to date so that's been helping their share price which i think is now about 270 having been at sort of 210 in february uh yeah 270 on the dot this morning because they're off a penny well done ollie <laughs> you're on the ball um <laughs> Right, just quickly, there's a little bit of a management change at Caracal Gold, which is a corporate client of ours. Uh, Jason Brewer stepped off the board, hasn't he? And somebody new's come on. Uh, yes, they've got a new um, business development executive with experience in, in East Africa. Um, so that seems a, a sensible appointment. Jason, obviously part of the, the sort of Mayflower team, which um, is a sort of quasi private equity group that help seed the um, company provide management guidance in the in the early stage of it and now they've they've built up that management team with operational people and um, um, well BD experience as well um, so now now's the time for sort of him to um, move on let the company develop on his own now he's done his sort of seed stage stage work 
Um, I think that's sort of something that's that's the way Mayflower operates. Um, so yeah, I'm sure you'll go on on nothing at all. Yeah, all all left in good hands. Yeah, yeah, no, very sensible. I, I mean, finally, unless you've got any other news, sorry, I don't know what we're talking to you, I apologise. Um, but it's interesting. I see that you know the gold price is actually still just ticking up. 1976 silver price nearly getting to 26 dollars. We've been talking about this all week and last week how the gold and silver commodity price is going up, but the juniors are getting left behind. It is only a matter of time before we see a huge spike in some of these junior gold and silver stocks. Well, yeah, yesterday was fantastic for silver stocks in particular. A lot of them moving up to 10, 15 percent. Very strong, strong day. So I think that is starting to to break out of the recent consolidation. It's um, just getting started, I think. Yeah, I mean, one of our favourites at the moment, um, and it's one of our favourites really, because I could never pronounce it, but I'll give it a go. But it's Guanajuato Silver. How about that? I think I got it right, didn't I, Ali? Spot on. <laughs> it's a great little company, actually, run by a guy called James Anderson, who's very talented. Uh, but it's basically a mini Fresneo uh, down in Mexico. Um, keep an eye on that one, because as well as not being able to pronounce it, well, I did pronounce it, but it would have been quite a tricky name. Uh, it is a very exciting stock. And if you want, it's on the TSX uh, at the moment, um, which does make it a little bit harder, but it's it's a silver stock. It's a really interesting play if you want to play silver juniors. Uh, anything yeah. from you today, Ollie? <laughs> um, this QQ quarterly update from, from Kenmare. Um, some volatile production figures. Um, Processed or down, mined or up, so it's great impact there. But I think what it's 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 really showing you is is how difficult it is for the the major mineral sands producers to 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 keep increasing production to um, meet the strong demand that they're experiencing, um, and highlighting that they're probably at the limits of their capacity. Um, and so the backdrop for mineral sands pricing is still very strong. That's obviously good for people like um, PYX who do have growth optionality. Um, but yeah, it's a very tight market and the prices are extremely strong. Yeah, they are. I mean, one that uh, we've been looking at a lot and it's it's still not fully developed, but uh, it's public. So uh, is Kazira and Tectonic Gold, bizarrely, have a joint venture at Mineral Sands. But they're trying to progress in South Africa, which if they can put it off, uh, the numbers are quite extraordinary. So keep an eye on those two stocks as well if you want a little um, sort of grand national favourite, uh, Kazira and Tectonic Gold. Uh, we'd probably better call it a day there, Ollie. We've been talking for far too long for a five-minute morning minor. Uh, so uh, have a very good Easter. Anybody listening, have a very good Easter. And we'll all be back again on Tuesday. Thanks, Andrew. You too.